uh, we doubled it. That's really cool because uh, we had to cut our budget because of the COVID. And so we spent less money in 2020 than 2019, but we added more revenue than ever before. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Robin Salux. He's the son of an organic grain farmer, built his first company in high school, and is still operating that business. Well, is still operating with 50 employees. He studied computer science and is now building something that accelerates the transition to sustainable farming. It's a software play. The website is called eagronom.com. Robin, you ready to take us to the top? Yep, absolutely. Okay. So I obviously love a situation where the, there's a computer science major who's familiar with farming, that builds code that you're using yourself. So what got you into like grain and farming? Is it a family thing? Yeah, it's a family thing. And, you know, I think Estonia is uh, one of the small only countries in the world when farming and computers are so much connected. So at one time, government gave free computers to all the farmers. And that's how I got the first computer. That's amazing. Okay, so what does the business do? Well, I think the main message is that carbon credits will transform farming. And what we do is we provide uh, carbon credits to farmers. And for this, we need a monitoring system, farm management system. And, uh, and, and yeah, so we give carbon credits to farmers to, through this. And, and is it software, though? Is it a SaaS business? Yeah, it is a SaaS business. Well, SaaS for us is more like an infrastructure. Farmers use this to manage the farm and... Um, to get the overview of the farm and, and then uh, we give successions to farmers. But for us, this is just the infrastructure and we are building the carbon business on top of it. So how does, how does a farmer pay you? Well, farmers farm pays us annually. So depending on the package from few hundred, few, few hundred euros a year to like 20,000 euros a year. Mm-hmm. And what, sorry, what is that in USD? Do you know off the top of your head? Well, you, well, same numbers basically. Okay, got it. So they're, so what's the average monthly price point? Well, thousand bucks a year. Thousand bucks a year. Okay, got it. So something like called a hundred dollars per month, but they sign annual contracts. Yeah, they and they pay upfront. When did you when did you launch the business? Uh, it was in two thousand sixteen. Twenty sixteen, and I mean, how did you get your first couple customers? I imagine you were probably the first customer, right? Yeah, well, it started from building a tool for my father. We went through like 20 different tools, didn't find anything good. Then uh, 
built the one for my father and other farmers saw this and they were uh, they wanted to start using it as well. But the problem is that I'm not really very good in tech. And then I called to my friend Stenver, who at the time was head of the dev team in uh, BUS company. And, uh, and then we started together. And how many customers do you have today? Uh, 1,500. 1,500. Amazing. So, I mean, can I take 1,500 times 100 a month? You guys are doing about $150,000 a month in revenue? Yep. That's great. And and where were you a year ago in terms of revenue? Do you remember? Yeah, well, uh, we doubled that. That's really cool because uh, we had to cut our budget because of the COVID. And so we spent less money in 2020 than 2019, but we added more revenue than ever before. So mm. that, that helped us to make business much more efficient and at the same time open the carbon opportunity, which means that and I think the main thing that changed also is that uh, if you go with farm management software to a farmer, then you're saying that, hey, you get a better overview and maybe you can do better decisions and you will save time, but it's hard to put this into the money. Now with carbon credits, we can go to farmers and say that, hey, you use our program and you will get and we will get the transparency and good overview of what's going on in the farm. You will follow our guidelines so you, you will capture more carbon and we will put make turn this transparency and increased captured carbon from the air into carbon credits and we can sell this to companies who want to offset. I see. And, and this will result in farmer earning, let's say, like three thirty thousand euros a year or thirty thousand uh -huh. a year. And we will take just 10% out, out of it. So the value proposition gets much more clear. And how do you package and sell the carbon credits? How are you packaging? The carbon credits, yeah. How do you sell them? Um, well, there are big corporations who want to offset their footprint. And, and they came to us and saying, the thing is that agriculture is one of the best places to reduce emissions and increase capturing. And, and that's why they came to us and asked like, hey, is it possible that uh, you will help us to offset our carbon footprint? And we went to our farmers and worked together with them to reduce their emissions and increase carbon capture from there and, uh, and turn those things into credits. And they believe- so, Well, what does, that, what does that mean though? Like, I guess I don't understand. You have 1500 farmers using your product. You have ultimate transparency because you're measuring. You're capturing all of the carbon credits that those small farmers could be getting, but they're saying, we don't want it. And they give it to you and you package it and sell it to a bigger company that wants to offset their agricultural costs. Yeah, it's yeah, it's exactly. They, they want to offset their carbon uh, CO2 uh, footprint. But, so but, farmers uh, can sell that back to like you, the like the grid and they can make, do you pay them for that? Yeah, exactly. So basically in the, in the past, the farmers were only harvesting uh, yield and crops. And, uh, and they were selling their crops away and there was some company who bought the crops and then sold this to other players who wanted to buy the crop, right? Now, uh, it's the same thing is happening with carbon. So um, carbon credits is uh, additional extra income for farmers. And, uh, and How and, much did uh, you pay out last year to farmers for their, karma, their carbon credits? Well, uh, Actually, first credits over there are generated by the end of this year. And, uh, and, but just to give you understanding that our current customer base can uh, uh, capture approximately one, 1 million tons of carbon annually, and this is for $30 million. And this is just our current customer base. Who, who is putting the value of $30 million on those carbon credits? Is that the local government in Estonia? 
No, no. Well, we have customers in seven countries, include well, six in their opinion, and one is Australia. But but uh, but this is uh, well, it's it's basically voluntary carbon market, and uh, 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 there's companies like Indigo Ag uh, doing similar things in uh, North America. We are just uh, one of the, I think, the first mover in Europe. And if you're doing $150,000 a month in revenue today, what were you doing 12 months ago? Uh, two times less. Two times. Okay. So you're, so half of that. Yeah. So set, set something like $75,000 a month. So you doubled over the past 12 months. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, man. Yeah. And, and the best thing is with a smaller cost base. Now, have you done all this bootstrapped or did you guys raise capital? No, we raised capital as well. So our even our own paid customers invest, invested $1 million. So they invested through the holding company. 50 farmers said that they want to be part of the vision and they invested. But we also have uh, VCs. They have given majority of the money. Uh, we have raised $5 million in total. And 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 we have angels as well on, on board, uh, builders of diff- different unicorn startups. And you're raising $10 million Series A this spring. Okay, so you're and so why is ten million the right number right now? Why do you need ten million? What will you use it on? Yeah, we will we will use it on well uh, to to accelerate the carbon business to enter uh, high volume markets, meaning markets where it's possible to produce a lot of carbon credits, uh, big potential to change farmer practices, so, so they would capture more CO two from there, and 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 secondly, we will uh, use it to uh, well increase our uh, remotes monitoring capabilities so we can deal with this higher volume to make sure that we can uh, still continue producing good uh, transparency credits. How? What valuation will you target raising the 10 million on? How much of the company will you sell? Well, uh, I think in, in this stage, uh, most of the startups are thinking about giving like 20-25% away. Mm-hmm. So you think you can raise it like something like a $50 million pre-money valuation, $60 million post-money, something like that? Uh, well, something something like th- uh, this, yeah. Yeah, interesting. And are you leading this process? Which of the three founders is leading the fundraising process? Yeah, I'm, I'm leading fundraising. Uh, then we have uh, Stenberg, who is more with tech background, focusing on the, uh, on, on, on the tech side. Then we have Christian Luha, the former executive of uh, Nike, was head of Nike, Russia, head of Nike, Greece, head of Nike football department, and he's leading the business. And then we have in the leadership team also Mats Rosenberg uh, leading our carbon program, who was uh, head of uh, sustainable and responsible business in Syngenta, Europe, Australia, Africa, and, and, uh, and uh, uh, Middle East. And Syngenta is the biggest agribusiness in the world. You so, have a SaaS business right now doing $1.8 million a year in revenue. The carbon business, you said, is worth potentially $30 million a year. That's what those carbon credits are worth, 1 million tons of carbon annually. Uh, how do you make money on the $30 million value? Do you just take a cut? Yeah, exactly. So, well... How, how uh, much? That, uh, it, it depends on the size of farm, but... Uh, and and I, uh, I think I'm not allowed to give exact percentage, but... Uh, but that, that's one of the areas we take cut and then it also boosts our sales of our uh, FMS business and digital consulting. La- okay, I know you can't talk about individual farms and the cut you take from individual farms, but like generally speaking, are we talking like 2%, 10%? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think it it's something like from five to fifteen percent, depending on how big is the farm. Got it. So just to be clear, you have two revenue streams. SaaS is about two million a year. This year, you will capture one tons of carbon from the measurements you're doing with your SaaS platform from fifteen hundred farmers. That one million tons of carbon is worth about thirty million in carbon credits. You think you can take something between five and fifteen percent of that thirty million dollar value as a new revenue stream that you're launching this year? Yeah, ex- exactly. Very cool. What about churn? Do these farmers stick? What's your churn rate? Oh yeah. Well, the annual churn is is below ten percent. That's impressive. What's expansion revenue look like on a percentage basis? Excuse me. Is do you have any ways to drive expansion revenue to farmers where they pay you more year over year? Yeah, they they're paying us. We we basically increased our prices. Uh, I think fifty percent. Uh, uh, like five zero percent uh, during the last twelve months. What does that mean in terms of what your net dollar retention is over the past twelve months? Uh, I we have I, I don't know this by heart, but uh, but it's 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 higher than one. So it's we, higher we, than a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You know a lot about business. Uh, I think you know relative to like what you're doing. You built this company in high school with fifty people. Do you still have equity in that business? Hmm. The first business, yeah, I, I still I still go to shareholder meeting once a month. How much equity do you own? Uh, I think well, uh, from 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 the from the first business I built, yeah, I maybe 20 twenty five percent or something like this. What we, was we that make, business? Well, it, it's it's uh, doing uh, well. Basically, half of the Estonian six year old children uh, go to our science class every day, every every week. And, uh, so it's and, virtual uh, learning. Uh, right now, it's virtual. It used to be physical, so they went over there. But then there was virtual, virtual like infrastructure. They had games and videos and so on. I see. But it was it was a really cool uh, uh, high school project that we started. Uh, but and it's it's good to see that it's still going on. It it made me it gave me understanding that if you have something that you want to change in the world, then building business is one of the best ways to do it. That's right. Robin, what's your team size today on the new business? Uh, 40 people. How many engineers? Uh, half of them. 20 engineers. And how many sales reps? Uh, w- well, basically, we have uh, five people is in management and, and the rest of the people uh, are either sales, account management, customer support. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you have any quota carrying sales reps? Quota. Uh, what occurring uh, with the sales target where they have a quota oh yeah yeah well uh approximately uh, uh 40 40 farm 40 to 60 farmers a year but but how many employees do you have that have a quota target uh well i, I would say uh, six or seven six uh, or seven right now. yeah yeah but right. uh, but 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 um Basically, for us, sales is very seasonal. Uh, so there, we acquire more farmers during the winter period when farmers have uh, more free time and less during the summertime. And what's your customer acquisition cost? What's it cost you to get a new $1,200 a year farmer? Uh, it's below. Annual customer value is higher than the customer acquisition. By how much? Uh, not much, maybe 10%. Uh, okay. But it's okay because farmers uh, farmers pay us upfront a year. Yeah, and so you'll I, spend a thousand bucks, but then they'll pay you twelve hundred dollars immediately. So it's an instant payback. Yeah, 
Very cool. When you raised the 5 million, you took a million from your customers and 4 million from VCs. That was last year. What valuation did you raise at? Uh, well, uh, the last round was, I think, uh, $60 million. One six. Yeah. Pre-money. Yep. Yep. Did that feel fair to you at the time? Uh, I, I think so. I think so because, well, uh, we, we have developed a lot with the year and, uh, and obviously we see a similar kind of companies raising with better terms in North America. Uh, but, uh, but well, uh, we just have to be more efficient than, uh, than these guys. I love that, Robin. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, well, favorite business book, I, I would, I would say maybe Steve Jobs biography. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Mm. Hey. Yeah, I think I think my father is one of the coolest CEOs I, I know. What's his name? Robert. Robert Salox. I love that. Okay. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Pipe drive. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, eight. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? <laughs> I'm in a relationship with a crazy girl who <laughs> runs. No, any kids? No kids. And how old are you? I'm uh, 25. 25. Last question, Robin. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Uh, well, don't stress for, well, there's no need to stress about anything. It will go over well. Guys, there you have it, eagronom.com. It's a business that does almost $2 million a year in revenue, servicing 1,500 farmers with a piece of software. They then use the software transparency and data to capture carbon credits, a trillion uh, tons, uh, sorry, a million tons, a lot of tons, sorry, one ton uh, per year. They, that's worth about $30 million worth of value. That's a new business line they're launching this year, raising $10 million out of between a 40 and $60 million pre-money valuation now. The last round was a $5 million round in 2020 at a $16 million valuation. Robin, we're rooting for you. Thanks for taking us to the top. Yeah, thanks.